All right. Welcome to the new cult podcast. Here we have my esteemed host and I. Don Fink from Toronto. The only man I know from Toronto, to be honest, at this point. <laughs> the only man I recognize. Took us out. The only boy I recognize. Today um, we have an episode similar to last episode, but this time we're doing games. Right? Just try to give you guys an experience. So, we'll be going through a list of five games, talking about each one, what the games mean to us, or what experience it is. It could be games we like, it could be games we hit, dislike, right? It's a very dynamic list, and that's kind of what we're going for. We want to be a more dynamic podcast, so... <laughs> yeah. Dynamism for real, and dog. I guess we'll start off number... I guess we'll start off with you. Start off with me. Uh, yeah. I guess my number five. See, I'm like debating on which of the five to pick. I guess I'll start off uh, with. Uh, yeah, I just made a I just made a list and wrote them down. But the thing is, it's like I made the list, but it's like which one would be a good starter? You know, fuck, I'm gonna start off big. Dark Souls, bro. Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Uh, something about that game, like I've. Like, the original one especially is the one that really, like, means a lot to me, even though I know it's probably the most unfinished one. <clears throat> but there was something about the vibe and how it felt was just... You couldn't really get it anywhere else, right? One second, one second. Sorry, one second. Yeah. Sorry about that. Everything should be good now. Uh, yeah, let me just write, note down the time. At uh... yeah, I'm just marking the time. Give me a second. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Yeah. So Dark Souls. It's so I don't know. Like I ran by for a while, but I think the setting, the way it felt, the way like a game challenged me. Like mm-hmm. when I played Dark Souls, I was convinced the game was impossible when I first started, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like I like literally, I just ran around like the fucking first area for like hours in fact like my longest play time for against rugby and darks because i just fucked around i didn't know what the hell was going on and i was just got, i got lost it was one of the few games that like i could say i truly got lost in the sauce yeah i mean like when i, I like i know that in that feeling of like impossibility right but i think when you have those feelings once you finally go over it it's such a like a boost in a general like you know as soon as you make progress and that's yeah, i feel you like yeah, like, I think that's kind of the thing with video games. It's kind of like it's kind of like when people say, hey, all you, all you do is play video games, right? And it's like, I don't think people realize. Like, video games do help you build certain skills, right? Um, depending on what the game is. <laughs> I mean, it, you could still it, play games and get nothing as a person, but that's just depending on what you're trying to do with it. It it depends, but I, I would say that's pretty rare to play. Mm-hmm. I, I even, like, even a game as simple as Candy Crush, it's still... You're still building some logical skill, right? Your brain's not doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing with games. Like, games have been a great way to build hand-eye coordination, right? Games have been a great way to get, you know, kids to read. The reason why a lot of educational stuff do turn towards game, right? Like, um, 
I'll talk about it a little bit later on my list, but yeah, no, I understand that feeling of like impossibility and getting over it. It's the same feeling when you're trying to learn a skill and you finally be able, you, you make, you're not able to do that, those skills right your way, but you're starting to, right? And the same with Dark Souls, like you keep losing and losing. You feel like it's impossible. Well, when you finally do it, you're like, yes, right? Have but, you played any, by the way? You know, I played it. You talked about <laughs> No, man, I'm just going to make sure. Like, I don't know if you're hiding on me. This man's actually like a top-ranked raider, not Dark Souls. I've played Dark Souls. I told you. I told. I think I'm sorry. I swear I told you, like, last week. I played Dark Souls 3. I played Demon Souls. I haven't played Oh, yeah, you're Dark lucky, Souls. You get to play the PS5 one, too. Yeah, I have not played the original Dark Souls, and I have not played Dark Souls 2. I have wanted to, like, buy them on Steam, but I, I feel kind of like just the way, and I also, I also wanted to get the Dark Souls remake, but um, I, I honestly feel like, I don't know, I feel like those games might just get re-released too, kind of like Demon Souls, like a, re, like a proper remaster. They might, like I was debating on buying like Bloodborne Complete or just waiting for a remaster, and I decided I'll just buy Complete. Yeah, because I think Dark Souls 1 that got remade. It wasn't even like a remake. It was literally just a straight up port for the It was a remaster with all the DLC, thankfully. Okay. But yeah. All okay. one of them. But yeah, go on with your uh, your love for uh, Dark Souls. I mean, just the setting, the way it felt like, you know, it had this weird vibe where like some people were not even like, like you could play, you could say I play Dark Souls and not be looked at as a fucking weeb. Mm. And I know that means nothing now, but when I was younger, I mean, that I guess I was more self-conscious about that shit, which, you know, you, you can call that small-of-the-time behavior, but, like, when you're young, you know, when you're vulnerable, you just like that, right? You weren't on the Sigma grind set, man. I wasn't on the, I wasn't on the Smegma <laughs> grind set yet. I wasn't trying to grind for real. Mm. But what would you say, like, you got... What would you say has been, like... You What would you say you've gotten the most out of Dark Souls, like... Has it like changed your attitude towards certain things? Has it has it built your resistance towards like like if I can't do something, at least I know if I keep going at it, something's got to give. Like I'm 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 probably gonna start developing some skill. Like has it helped? Definitely, you in that way? Dark Souls made me a better at committing to something and seeing it through to the, till the end. Right hmm. now, granted, I didn't finish three because I just wanted to buy the DLC before I could, but then I was too broke to afford it at the time. I still. You know, I probably could go buy it right now and buy it and finish it, but like I don't know. I'm mean, at this point. I'm debating if I should just make another final and start again. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Anything you else? know, you know, you know, it's the sunk fallacy cost, right? Yeah. It's like it's been so long. Should I just come back or should I just forget about it? And it, it's I don't know. I'm, I'm deb I debate about it like a fair bit. Yeah, I mean, but I've, I just... I've had that experience when it comes to like games, and it's like. Especially with JRPGs that are like so long, and you you kind of like you kind of skip a day because like I, I'll talk about it a little bit later about like how I play JRPGs now. But if I'm playing a JRPG and I'm putting in hours and hours and hours in it every day, and that time when I decide to stop and I take a long break, it's kind of daunting going back in because like oh shit, you know where was I at? How do I play? You know, especially those games with a lot of different you want systems and skills and stuff like that. Um, but what I was gonna say is, usually what happens is like after like thirty minutes, I'm good. It's like oh, yeah, okay, go back. 
But yeah, what were you gonna no, say? No, I agree. Uh, you know, the funny thing is, like, I had another problem where there's like, uh, there's a there's a bunch of games where I'm like, should I just like restart this on a different platform or not? Uh, that's always a fu- that's a funny question I get. That's yeah. a funny question I debate. Like, you know, it's like this is like I could play a game on a portable device instead of a console, and I could just have more fun doing so. Steam Deck. Steam <laughs> Deck. Hey, Steam Deck will be the first console where you could tech. Well, not console. It'll be the first thing you can play Dark Souls three portably. <laughs> I don't. know. Uh, you can play the Switch. Dark Souls one on the Switch. No, it's a Dark Souls three. Oh, three. Ah, man, I don't know. You know, the only problem is I was just at the like. You know, you know, you know, you know when there's like a boss that's optional that's harder than the final boss. Well, I don't know if he's harder than the final boss, but yeah, he's more daunting. Uh, I mean, that's pretty common for a lot of a lot of games, right? Like, uh, that was the problem where <laughs> that was the fucking problem. He's like, I was right that boss that was optional and it was hard as fuck. And I was like, it, it, then I was like, oh, should I beat him or should I just fucking finish the game? No, I get that. I get that. Is, is there anything else you want to say about Dark Souls? It's an experience for sure. Like, I, I know I hate up all the time, but honestly, like, when I was at the, I was at the right age to just like be there, right? You know, it was the right age for me to like. Who's still, like, I'll be honest, I'm still not the person I want to be, but like, I definitely wasn't anywhere close when I started that damn game. And that game, I, you could say, I could credit to like a fair amount of just changing who I was into the better, right? Like, like, yeah. like when you met me, like in university, bro, I was still not all the way there. Like, I was still like. The guy, but I wasn't the boy yet. <laughs> you weren't the you're you're not the man yet. I'm, I'm yeah I'm not. <laughs> you know when they say I want to be the guy, that's me. I'm I want to be the guy. That's fair. How, how do you feel when people say this game is the Dark Souls of this? I I wince I wince every time, and yeah, I want to hurt. Uh, I I want to tell them they're a fucking moron. I, I I I do think it's like the dumbest thing. Like it is such a. You know, you know, like whenever people use like this is the duh, duh, duh like, like try to like tell me what's it going on with by itself. If you say you got compared by something else, that means it can't stand by itself. You know what I mean? It's not just that. It's just like anytime a game is like slightly challenging to the average person, they're like, holy shit, this, this my dark souls. You know, dark you cheese me like. That. Like unless it they, has like souls like elements, it's not a Dark Souls game. Yeah, it's just used for if it's hard, and that's the thing, right? It's like, it, it, my personal opinion, it, it 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 makes it seem like there was no difficult games before Dark Souls. There were uh, like I want people to know that like <laughs> there were harder, there are much harder games than Dark Souls, and less and, and there's games. still games being made that are harder than Dark Souls, right? Like. If you want hell, play a bullet hell. You're not gonna. There is no second chances. There is no resetting. Like th- that's torture. Like, uh, like I said, when I played, I, I played Dark Souls. Like I played Demon Souls and I played Dark Souls Three. Right. I found those games to be challenging. I remember when I played D- Dark Souls Three was the first game I played in Dark Souls series, and I, I remember I started as the deprived because everyone said that was gonna be the hardest. So I'm like, okay, well, if that's gonna be the hardest, let me just go in as the deprived. And I played it, I, I, you know, I was losing, and then I got better, and I got stronger, and I didn't lose as much, right? I don't know if, I don't know if, I, again, I don't know. Like, someone said the Prime is actually easier, even though it's labeled as harder, and it's kind of mixed opinions on it. I don't really, I feel like playing Dark Souls, I don't know how important classes are. I don't think it's that important. No, they're they're not really. Yeah, yeah. 
Like it just gives you that's if you know what kind of build you're going in at the start, right? Yeah, I think it's just kind of like if you go to the prive, then you're pretty much starting out like you're basically just fucking yourself at the start, but eventually you're just gonna, you know, bring you're yourself. You're actually gonna be stronger back. than the average player. Yeah, but you start off weaker. Yeah. Right? Well, because you, you legitimately have nothing. No armor. You you have a club. Um, you have the lowest stats. <laughs> That's how you start off as deprived. That's why it's literally called deprived, right? Um, but th- that was kind of the thing is like, I played Dark Demon Souls and I played Dark Souls, and and unless Dark Souls one and two are like four times harder than that than those two, I have personally played games that have given me much more of a challenge of it i can see why they're difficult i would not say they're easy games they are definitely difficult especially to someone who's new to the series right but i think anyone who's kind of played those games and that series of games after playing one or two of them i'm pretty sure you can go into a next one you could okay it's honestly it's a learning curve on just trying to figure out like the mechanics of the series exactly it's a Right, like I've said it, like when I played Catherine, um, like when I played Catherine on hard, that was like that, that hurt, yeah, because the difference be it's like a different kind of card because that's a puzzle game, right? When a puzzle game wants to be hard, it can be brutal, right? No, it can, it can be, be extremely hard. brutal, right? Especially uh, a game, a puzzle game where timing matters. And not only timing matters, but there's so many different choices. And you you pretty much have to just, like, you know, they just set up things that you can't see. Like, it, it's just really good. Um, but I'll, I'll go on to my number five. And that would be a game that I feel like is probably one of the most, like, it, it's one of the most disliked games and I think there's times where it's had its very, it's had its lows and it's had its highs, but due to the operation of how the games are developed, I'm not really surprised why it's like that. And I'm talking none other than Call of Duty. Really? This man's a okay. Fair enough, God. I mean, the thing with me, I, I get the thing with me and COD is that. I guess it's pretty similar to when I started playing COD. I was transitioning from playing um, mainly Nintendo and PC games to really starting to play like PlayStation and Xbox games. Because at the time, um, like for my birthday and if, you know whatever Christmas or whatever, I would get Nintendo games. I would get Nintendo stuff. It was very rare that I would really play anything on PlayStation. Right, the PlayStation games I did play would be like jack and dexter or you know games like that and i did play games like god of war and devil may cry but these were generally my dad's game right these are games that my dad was just mainly more into and it wasn't until i got to high school you make you know you get to high school you make some friends and your friends are all into call of duty i got into call of duty and i actually had some fps experience but not really on um a console and call of duty was call of duty the thing with me is that i developed a lot of like self-discipline really early on and call, going into call of duty i was losing 
I was dying. I was only playing free-for-all. Didn't really want to play with anyone. I was just playing free-for-all over and over and over again, losing and losing and losing. And, you know, as you lose, you start to get better. You, you start to realize what you're doing. You start to get faster. You start yourself, to stuff, right? <laughs> I've been playing the same games for years, and I still shit. I mean, I, I think I think for me personally, when it, it like comes to games, is that I am someone who always tries to be like optimal. I always try to learn and try to get better. So I don't. I like losing, right? A lot of people don't like losing. I like losing because it it helps me get to a place I'm, I I want to be. Right? You can't expect wins, especially at the beginning. I I am okay losing a hundred times before getting my first win. Right? That doesn't upset me. I do not rage at all. Rage, 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 rage at all. Bro, I rage all the time. You should, you should not see me. Don't play, <laughs> don't, don't play some games with me. You'll see, you'll hear me screeching. <laughs> but yeah, no. In Call of Duty, I start off really, really bad. And for me, usually, when I play a game, I I get better gradually and gradually and gradually. And that's kind of what happened. In Call of Duty, I it was around when Black Ops Three. I started playing like. I think a month before Black Ops 1 was going to come out, right? So this was like the tail end of Modern Warfare 2. And I was playing Modern Warfare 2. Wasn't doing that good. Black Ops 1 comes out. Wasn't doing that good. And I started developing. Now, what kind of, I think, helped me too was all my friends played on PlayStation. And I was the only one who played it on Xbox, right? And the reason I played it on Xbox is that... You're um, in a real gamer's hell. <laughs> well, what happened was... Um, this is like Zellers. This is back then. But back then, it wasn't like games were always available. Like, back then, games weren't available day one digitally. Um, and if they were to get on a digital market, it would probably be like months after it came out. And most people didn't really have the storage to like actually put a full game on it, right? So what happened with me was Call of Duty, I think at the time, was like sold out for like a month, right? Black Ops 1 was super, super hype, obviously going off the, the critically acclaimed Mono for 2. Um, and what ended up happening was I went to Zellers, asked them for PlayStation. That's what all my friends were playing on. They didn't have it, so I said, okay. They had like two Xbox Ones left. I said, yo, give me the Xbox One. And I, that's, I was playing completely alone, no friends, no one to play with, and kind of had to make friends on my own through, like, Xbox Live and stuff like that. But um, honestly, after, like, six months of going back and forth of COD, uh, of Mono for 2 to Black Ops, I went from a very, like, below average player to an average player to a player that was, like, pretty like i would say for myself pretty fucking good um and then i kind of did what most player most people do when you play a series that you really like you go back to the classics i went to eb games bought a used copy of mono for a uh, mono for four and a used copy of mono and uh, world at war for like 25 dollars Right, there was like ten. I think one for four was like ten dollars, and World at War was like fifteen dollars, which I think is a steal. And you know, played those online for hours, really just going back to the roots, and actually started playing story mode, played Call of Duty Four story mode, and and I and I actually started to really like that game. But Call of Duty was the game where I was literally being like, like I. 
at the time I was playing a lot of MMOs, but I was also playing a lot of Call of Duty. And like I said, I started getting really, really good. And I think by the time Modern Warfare 3 came out, um, I was pretty much good enough where as soon as I would get online, there would be like tens of people just inviting me to their lobbies because they knew that I could carry them, right? And then... Hard carry, eh? Well, it wasn't even like just that. It got to the point... And Modern Warfare 3 is, is the time when um, even like esports teams actually wanted to like talk to me, right? And there there was like... I, I was like 15 years old. Or I don't... I think I was like... Yeah, I was like 15 or just turned 15. And... I don't think I just turned 15, but it was when Modern Warfare 3 came out, and um, there was this one team that wanted me to, like, fly me out to Texas or something. Um, but then I think I might, like, my... But around this time, funny enough, Modern Warfare 3, one of my friend's friends actually got me into another game that I'll talk about later, right? This is another game that's on my list. So it, it's going to be number four on my list. And, yeah, with Call of Duty... Modern for uh, Black Ops Two is probably where I peaked, um, because at this point I was like a top top player. I was like in the master. I was in the master leagues, which would have been like top zero point zero one percent of players. I was actually playing against pros. I had I had like three teams that actually you know wanted me, but at this time I was also playing a lot of fighting games, so I didn't put as much time into Call of Duty. But yeah, no, I was, like, seriously good at Call of Duty. I had, like, a 4.7 KD on normal lobbies. I had, like, a 2.8 KD on, like, competitive lobbies. No, I was... (laughs) I had crazy gun scale, but yeah, I went from being literally, like, shit poor, garbage, probably, like, one kill in, like, 14, 20 deaths, to, honestly, I was getting about um two i was getting about two to three hundred kill plus games every single day that's how good i was and just going for nuclears and yeah just doing like stupid challenges like i i can i even have videos on my youtube channel um that are private now but it's literally me doing like the dumbest things and and getting like crazy scores but yeah call of duty for me really opened up really was kind of like the gateway for me to really start playing like playstation and xbox and it's not like i didn't play those games before but it was kind of it gave me a reason to really explore that library of games played a lot of halo played a lot of you know just a lot of other gems in those libraries too um but yeah that was kind of my big transition from just playing nintendo and pc to really playing the whole suite of playstation xbox nintendo pc all those games, right? Um, any questions you want to ask me about about it? Uh, you know, I'm just gonna take you for your word and assume you a god. So next time we play COD, I'll just say like, "Yo, Dante, hard carry me." <laughs> I don't, I don't play COD any like that anymore. Like, I still, I'll still get it. Like the next one that comes out, I'll probably still get. I'll probably still play with friends. Um, obviously, my skill isn't like no, no, no there, there, right? But, but like, like, yo, having a good player is better than like. Uh, not uh not even like a player you know that ain't good yeah i mean like even even i took like a two-year break from cod like i didn't play ghost i didn't play advanced warfare and I mean, then you probably did yourself a favor 
All right, because I was just I was just really into other games. I was into MMO. Like I was saying, when I made this list, I didn't want to include like some of the PC games I was playing. Right, like a lot of the MMOs I was playing, a lot of like Korean MMO games. Uh, made a, you know met a lot of people, friends, um, stuff like that. That even I still talk to to this day. But I don't want to. I didn't really want to include those, just because. <laughs> I could tell you some stories. I'll, maybe I'll tell them as like uh, as honorable mention. But um, yeah, I remember even Black Ops Three. It took me a while to kind of get back my bridges, and then I, I remember I logged in one day, and then they sent me a thing saying, "Hey, you're in the top like I think top three percent of players or something." I have the picture on my phone. Wait. Hey. Hey. Okay, so uh, now it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have any other questions uh, so, for me? So I think my number four is, I don't know, it's going to be interesting that I say it so early, but I'm going to say Halo. Okay. Now, I'll be honest, Halo is what got me into, like, multiplayer, even playing Beyond Myself, because, like, mostly whenever I play, like, I play at my, like, I played Halo at my, like, relatives or cousin's house, you know, just, like, just, like, you know, the usual, like, land shit, right? Yeah. But that, that, but like playing Halo Three and Reach Online was like that was my first multiplayer experience. Like, even beyond the campaign and how I feel about that and the story, you know, which I think is solid as well, right? But that was a real big cha- game changer for me in a lot of ways, right? Oh wait, I was gonna say check Discord. I, I sent the picture. <laughs> naughty, naughty, no- yo, ninety four. Yeah, uh, for some reason, like on Black Ops Two, I was able to get a hundred kill games literally every day. In Black Ops Three, I struggled to get a hundred kills. Like I said, I was I was a shell of my former self, but this is like coming off like two years of not playing. This like man, I said, uh, I could. That's honestly, I I do believe if I kept going, right? If I didn't play fighting games and I was just focusing on Call of Duty, I probably would have been pro. Because I already was playing, like, game battles and stuff, and I had teams interested in me. Like, and when I mean interested, I mean, like, actual, like, contract salary stuff. I probably could have went pro. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. Yo, I ain't flexing, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It did play on the competitive circuit. Well, not like that, but their competitive circuit. That's why I said I was, like, top 0.01% in the competitive thing. But, yeah. Like, that's wild, man. <laughs> Actually, like, that's crazy to think. Cause, like, for me, like, I don't know, like, I couldn't imagine like doing that much or putting that much in for something like that. I mean, my reaction times are bad. Like, I- I'm slow as fuck, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I-, I think it's just because, like, I've always just been really competitive in nature. And like I said, like, I was pissed poor. Like, even fighting games, like, I was garbage at fighting games, right? But I know that anything I start, there's going to be a, there's going to be that learning curve, right? And I, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm okay losing hundreds of times before I make one win, right? Same with Call of Duty. I my KD in Modern for Two is probably like zero point fourteen, like it was probably that bad, and I I peaked at like four point seven, which is insane. <laughs> Trust me, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. Uh, I think anything I do, though, I I try to really focus and try to like. I know I'm gonna fail at the start, and I think knowing you're gonna fail and just being prepared for when you start making progress is the best feeling. And that's why I can 
constantly progress and I don't really feel like there's ever a wall to, you know, someone's ability, right? You just need to have that motivation, right? But yeah, I, I, I'll just say, yeah, a year and a half of me just being fucking garbage at a game before I was actually decent and then good. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair, actually. That does make sense, all things considered. Uh, one thing I could add, what, what could I add here? <laughs> what could I add here? Uh, as for what I think, like, for multiplayer shooters, like, I'm not good, but, like, it's still fun. You know, like, Halo awoke me to the fact, like, custom games. Like, custom games was a real shit, you know? The fucking community mage mm. stuff, right? Yeah. Like, stuff like that. You know, single people could make within the game inside its engine, you know, the way they fucked around with it, the things they could do and get done. You know, it was really interesting. It was, you could say it was my first time experiencing something so open and like that. And it's the first time, like, I've been part of, like, you could say a community of gamers. It was a different experience. You know, Xbox Live was a, a lost age. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's fair. I mean, the, the thing with Halo, for me personally, is that I didn't really get to play Halo till Halo 3, and it's kind of one of those things, like, you get into a franchise and start to play the later ones. So I was late, I, you know, I used to play Halo 2 all the time, but this was, like, much later. I think I played a little bit of Halo 1, but it, the, mean, the reason I didn't play Halo is, like I said, um... I only really played the games that my dad really played and I did still played like I still picked games I own like if I thought like again every weekend we'd go to Blockbuster and I'd rent a game right my dad would run a game I'd run a game right um and the thing with uh Halo was my dad actually couldn't play Halo because when he would play it his eyes would water and oh, I actually have a few friends who have the same problem where they can't really play FPSs. Uh, not all FPSs, but Halo was just one of them where he couldn't play. And because he never got it, I never really played it. And That's Halo fair. 3 is when it was so the hype was so big that it was kind of like, okay, I know I can't play, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play it anyways. Right. And that's when I I was actually able to play Halo. That's fair. Like uh if whenever I see like what's my multiplayer shooter of choice, it's always Halo. Like I'll play COD, but like I'm not like the biggest COD guy. I'll be honest, right? Yeah. Not that I have a hate for it or anything like that. It's just not my. Uh, it's not my. What I would do right typically because I've been playing. I've been playing Halo since like. Well, I got my cousins when he had it on CE, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like the original one. Like, granted, fucking CE is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I say bullshit, but like, if you want bullshit, I'd say that's Halo 2, because that game's actually busted. That That's like the melee of Halo games. Did you play Halo Wars? No, I didn't play Halo Wars, although apparently people say it's the best F- best strategy game. You know why? What? Because you can play on your couch. Fair. Well, you could play Civilization on your couch. Not, not, not until recently. Uh, I feel like... No, a lot of people. I, I've seen a lot of. I know a lot of people who who played like Civilization back then. Because I, I, this is the one thing I used to do. I used to watch like, I used to watch like Civilization videos where a group of friends would play. And if you know how long Civilization, oh god, I know. Yeah, it was long. literally like every video was four hours. Just because it takes that fucking long. Yeah, and people legitimately had like PC setups in their living room just to play Civilization. 
<laughs> yeah, Civilization takes just as long as Monopoly. I, you know, I don't know if it's worse though. If you ask me, Civilization, I wouldn't compare them. But Civilization, uh, yeah, yet there's there's more things to think about in Civilization. Yeah. So, uh, no, there is a lot, but it's. I don't know. It's up what you just learn to just do the same fucking build you usually do, and then you just run through the game. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll play Compass with the Mongols. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Okay, so what about yours? What's your number three, dog? Oh, so you still you say you had more to say about Halo? See, things I always write about Halo all the time already. I feel like this. What more? What more could I say? Right? Because it's like, oh, Halo's coming up, bro. Halo after boys. I was like the typical, like, I was like that, you know, you know, you know, that fucking gorilla meme of like uh, the fucking, I'm Craig, bro. That's me. You're Craig? I'm Craig. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, for Halo, the the Halo I got the most into and played the most was Halo Reach. I played that all the time. Yo, <laughs> yeah, this fucking shitty joke was just like, yo, bro, Reach on Reach. Reach on Reach. Oh, no. Yeah, dude. Uh, those are good times but yeah. uh i mean i could i could rant about how i love the story the setting you know how fun it is you know the scale of battles uh the story you know being pretty great all things considered the music of course still top tier uh people like i bro, i, I tell you the tracks are the, some, of the, some of the best things about halo yeah I, I was gonna say one thing i remember at my school like my first high school because i went to different, two different high schools my first yeah. high school there was like a separation between the halo kids and the the cod kids they the the cod kids look like they look like what you would, oh okay they didn't look like they look like they look like a real crew they look like normal people right they look like they look like you know normal cool kids you know what they saying it, it had a very variety For some reason all the halo kids they look like your stereotypical like Dungeons and Dragon basement. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> you're not even wrong. I can't even be like, yo, that's not true, bro. That's not true. It's still no. It was like there was never there was also like no in between. They were all like either like you know really like bulky and you know big, or they were like super skinny. Like I I don't know why there weren't really much variation in like how they looked, but like the cotton hey, kids <laughs> looked like normal high school students. The Halo kids look very distinct. Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't know what the fuck happens with like Halo's weird in that way. Like it brings in a bunch of different kind of people. <laughs> different. I don't know. They weren't that different, to be honest. That's distinct though. You have two extremes. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think I mean I mean like if you want like I'm not gonna do a Halo podcast. Actually, God forbid I'm gonna curse myself. I just put a lot of time into it. It's just fun. Like, you know, the multiplayer is good. The campaign is just solid in general, right? Like, yeah. There's other FPSs. I understand why other people like them. You know, I remember one friend says, like, bro, I just hate sci fi. That's why he couldn't play Halo. I'm like, okay, fair enough. He's like, and he's like, yeah, my hate for, like, there's no exceptions. I hate all sci fi, even Star Wars. I'm like, you know what? Facts. Um, You did say, you well, you did ask me um, my number three, but I'm only on my number four now. And my number four. Is going to be. It's Marvel, baby. It's Marvel, baby. <laughs> okay, so like I said, when I was playing Call of Duty, and I guess this is kind of becoming like um a, a life string. And I want to say I, I have games that are going to be in the past. I have some more present games, but Marvel and COD are actually extremely close to me. It's mainly when I played them. So 
played Call of Duty, and then after a while, now my friend got into was really into Marvel. Like I said, one of my friends I played. So one of my high school friends. Okay, so this is gonna be weird. So one of my friends from my high school used to live in Etobicoke, moved to Toronto, came to my high school, but he still played with Call of Duty with some of his Etobicoke friends. And one of his Etobicoke friends was really into fighting games, and he kind of pushed me into getting into fighting games. Now, before this, I was already into fighting games, but I was into, like, MMO fighting games, like PC fighting games, right? So fighting games like Marvel, I just didn't really play. Well, I, I, I played a little bit, right? But I, I liked fighting games, right? So I was pretty young, and... Um, Guess guess how I bought guess how I bought um Marvelous Capcom and I bought the wrong one. I at this time Ultimate was already out and I bought the original. Guess how I got into uh Marvelous. Guess how I bought Marvelous Capcom. What's the most Canadian way to get money as a kid? Most Canadian way to get money as a kid. Sell maple syrup. No, I, was, I shoveled snow. Oh man, that's that's I, like that's the American equivalent of mowing your lawn. I I it what happened was it was I knew man, I wanted to get Marvel. I knew I wanted Marvel. I didn't want to ask my parents for like the twenty dollars to buy it used. So I got me and like two of my cousins and we went around, we shoveled snow, and then I think I don't know if it was I don't think it was Boxing Day. No, it wasn't Boxing Day. It was like a little bit after Christmas. Um, I had Christmas money. I could have just bought it, but I decided to fucking work for it for some reason. Even though I had like a four hundred dollar like EB Games gift card, I <laughs> I went out there and shoveled snow and collected the money to go out and buy buy Marvel. And I can say this: my my first game I won, but after that it was fucking downhill. I, I was trash. I did not understand how that game worked. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I can say. I shoveled. I, I got Marvel the Canadian way. I, I went. I went out there and worked. You know, I put. I, I respect the hustle. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got Marvel. <clears throat> Same story. Was completely trash, garbage. But Marvel is a game where I found my love of just staying in the lab. When I mean I would stay in the lab, in, in fighting games, there's a term called the lab, which just means training mode. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I, I was, I never really had like a set team. And I remember there was like this one Korean guy I was playing with and he was really fucking good. Like he kicked me and my friend's ass. And here's the thing in Marvel's Capcom 3, there was something called this. I actually lost one of my friends because of Marvel. What? Let me explain, right? After after this, I I, I was like, nah, you, you a bitch. I, I don't even want to be friends with you anymore. So this was this was like thinking back, this guy was like this guy was a bitch. I'm sorry. So this was the <laughs> kind of guy he would like fucking brat he'd be like, yo man, I'm so good looking. I'm you know, I'm getting all these girls. There was one time where he like actually sent like a I don't even know how he did this. He sent everyone in like this like friend group on Xbox a recording of him like having sex with someone. 
Yeah, I know some guy who did something similar, actually. Right? And it was just like, here's the thing, right? We were like, again, I was like 15 years old. I don't, I think he was like a year older than me, right? But he was like always bragging about this. He would always be like, yo, man, I got, you know, I got those good hazel eyes. Funny enough, this is the same guy who got me to, who, who, who told me about Angel Beats. And I finally decided to watch, I, I decided to watch it later on. But this guy, guess why he, he stopped? He stopped being a but like a big group of our friends. I wonder what this guy did because this guy sounds like a fucking character. So he played Marvel on simple mode, which means just press a button, do a combo He's on a you. Bitch. And we used to laugh. We used to make fun of him. We used to just be like, "Look at this guy! Look at this guy! You have to use simple mode." And we were laughing. We thought it was funny. And apparently, one time he actually like cried and he, he, he left right <laughs> and we were just we didn't hear from him from like two weeks then he comes into the lobby randomly and he's like yo i'm like yo what happened and, I, and I, I, we didn't even know he like deleted us so he like messaged he like asked him joined the party and he said nah because you guys took that like that joke too far man it it got to me and i'm like yo what the hell dude it's funny though what do you mean you're using simple mode i don't even know how you have fun with this game by pressing one button right like <laughs> but <laughs> there was there were so many memories but yeah i remember that guy like stopping our friends because we were making fun of him for using simple mode i'm like friends make fun of friends through like dumb shit all the time right it's just a joke you know like i don't know it's just joke especially Why when you come know? especially when you come off like that cocky like come on you're really gonna cry over that, but are you going to cry, little baby? <laughs> pretty much, but yeah. Um, with COD, well, no, the God Marvel, um, Marvel really, really, really cemented me into like fighting game, like the FGC. Um, I was watching all these series about it. Maximilian had a whole like assist me. If you've never seen Maximilian assist me series. It's it was it was gold. Like back then as a kid, I used to every Sunday when I would eat dinner, I would eat dinner watching either Assist Me or or um Go uh, Gutex and Mike Ross. You, you know you know who Gutex is, right? I've heard of this character. Gutex is the guy. He, he's the PogChamp guy. Oh, he's a, oh that yeah. Man. But he used to run like a, a fighting game, like a really big fighting game channel, probably the biggest fighting game channel at the time, called uh, I think Counter something. I forget what it's called. And um, they used to have a a, a series called Mike Rocks and Gutex Adventures, right? And they would play like Street Fighter, Marvel. They would bring in like a bunch of like professional players, and they would just play them, talk to them. It was like it was like an interview. But they're just playing games. It was super cool. I used to watch it all the time. Like, like I guess every Sunday, eat dinner. I would eat dinner and watching that. Right. It was it was my TV, and yeah, it just and and like Marvel. When I wanted to get good, like I was bad, and then I kept playing the screen guy, and I started beating him. You know, once every like my rate of beating him went from like zero to percent to like maybe one every like fifty games. Right, like that's how bad my record is. Right, it didn't get much better than that, but it was a little bit better. But yeah, he was beating me. I, I think I've only probably beat him like once, twice in a row, and I would literally come. My my thing would would be like this: I would come home from school, right? I would finish my homework, 
and literally play Marvel for like practice Magneto, all the characters I'm trying to learn, but mainly Magneto for like four hours. And then I'll play online for like an hour and then I'll get off, do whatever I need to do and repeat. I, I would literally put hours and hours just in training mode, just learning how to do combos, all these stuff, all these like techniques. And I loved it. And it carried that, that mentality carried on to me uh, for like any other fighting game I played. Um, but yeah, Marvel, Marvel was definitely my gateway, the drama, the, the production behind it. Um, obviously without Marvel, you wouldn't get the, the Noel Brown punching the guy in the face and everyone would be like, yo, it's Marvel. That's still one of my favorite fucking clips for Marvel. (laughs) There's some guy for context. There's a video called, uh. I don't even know what it's called, but it just type in Noel Brown punch and some guy, he's like literally in crutches, starts dancing at him losing and Noel Brown gets so fucking pissed off, right? And punches the guy in the face and everyone starts grabbing him and then the commentator's just like, yo, it's Marvel! It's Marvel, baby! Oh, that's still one of my favorite like Marvel clips. I, I don't think it will ever be beat. That's legendary. I, I love that clip. That's that you, you can't. You would never. You would not see that at any other event. I'm sorry. No other fighting game event. You're gonna. Yeah, you no. Know, no. No one at COD would like throw hands. Yeah. No. You can't. Right. The crowd is literally like even like at Smash event. You. Because Marvel was the most toxic thing. Every day I would get. I would get like Xbox voicemail. Right. No one uses voicemail anymore. But Xbox, everyone sending messages through voice. Right. And I would get messages about how they're gonna kill me rape my family like every single day it was non-stop it was insane how like i can tell people without a doubt the fighting game community is the most toxic and there's actually a reason for it is because with fighting games because it's a one-on-one you can't blame anyone if you lose if you lose it's your fault right the saltiness in fighting games the reason you know the the reason of the famous code in fighting games like the reason you get salty is because you you think you're better than what you are, right? That reality fucks with people, and you're gonna get some of the most like despicable. Without fighting game, you wouldn't have a low t- low tier god, right? <laughs> low tier god threatening to re- threatening to like hunt, so like chase someone down and like do some nasty shit to them. <laughs> I'll never get over that fucking video, man. That video was like, like I said. Fighting games, most toxic community, but you gotta love them. You gotta love the fighting. No, obviously community. I love it. I just don't want to be part of that mess. <laughs> yeah. that, that's it. Yeah, dude. It's the reason why some so many people are banned. It's the reason, oh man, y'all y'all are criminals. I swear, but that's <laughs> yeah, legitimately me. some of them are because like fighting games. <laughs> if you beat the wrong person, they might be waiting outside the venue for you. Like it's not uncommon. For, for there to be fights outside the fighting game venues because some people get so pissed off they will bring people to like beat the shit out of you outside the venue right sometimes you got to go out the back door or have your you know have your friends there for you ready for you right? like, <laughs> yeah fuck fighting games in the states man i don't know those people are in some different shit they're animals i'll tell you what but that's all right now it's time for number three yep can't can't you look only go for up here for up, up from here? Now I'm gonna go with something cliche, but Elder Scrolls. As an Elder Scrolls fan, I can't help it. Yeah, Dante. 
Yeah, no, I heard. Uh, you know, of course, everyone started with Skyrim, but then afterwards, I decided to actually explore I the, rest not. Of the franchise. I did not start with Skyrim. My dad, yeah, my dad, my dad played Oblivion. I played Oblivion. Nice. That's how it is. Your father and son. I'm passing on the legacy, boy. <laughs> Oh man, you can't like <clears throat> Elder Scrolls opened my eyes to like how a lot of different games could be in terms of scale and size, right? In yeah. terms of how worlds like they they introduced the idea of world building to me, right? You know, like the idea that a world could exist to that degree in detail, right? And some people would be like, oh, Elder Scrolls overrated, but like honestly, to me, it meant a lot. Like, you know, there's always two kids there's either the kid who played Fallout or you played Elder Scrolls, sometimes uh... both. Yeah, I, I would think it, I, I think for that I think it's mainly both, right? I, played, I only played three though. That's my thing. Because I, I, like when I think about Elder Scrolls, right? Like if we're thinking about because like the thing when when people talk about Elder Scrolls, they're really only talking about Elder Scrolls four and five, right? No one played. No one played Elder Scrolls one, two, maybe three. I I doubt it. There, there's three. There, there's Morrowind fans out there. They don't shut up, but they're there. Yeah, but Elder Scrolls. Well, in Elder Scrolls two literally like just walking no and like it's literally just like a plane and you're just walking. The no no it's the dungeons, bro. It's the fucking dungeons that are like five hours long and they're like fifty floors. Like the first dungeon could be like a fucking final dungeon. I'm not even joking. That's how bad it could get. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Like I said, no, no one played those scrolls too. Um, I'm sure people played Elder Scrolls three, but and I know for for fact, the Elder Scrolls one and two players they're long gone. They don't exist anymore. It's it's like it's like a Persona one fans. <laughs> now they exist. Don't worry, they're they're still out. Have, there. have you seen them? I haven't yeah, seen. I've them. seen them. I've seen them. Don't worry, they're they're out there. Persona oh, we... 1 and 2 fans still exist. Elder Scrolls 1 and 2 fans are a miss because you want to know why? Right. No one questions if anything's after no one's it's like Fallout, right? No one asks about Fallout 1. Why? Because Fallout <laughs> 1 exist. Fallout 1 and Fallout 2 are completely different games to what you're playing now. 100%. They're not even made by Bethesda. Interplay, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um but you know, this, this, what, what's your feelings on uh, Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls, I could say, just opened my mind to a lot of things in terms of scale, in terms of detail, and uh, you know, something about it just really appealed to my like. It was the perfect game to just sim, pretend like you're an adventure. Like I, I like games where I could get lost, and that was the game where I got lost in. Right, I'm trying to get lost, man. Elder Scrolls is a perfect game. Like, I felt like a fucking knight fuddling around fucking Skyrim and then later Oblivion, right? Mm -hmm. There was something visceral just about the time. Like, I remember one time, like, my first journey was just trying to get to the College of Fucking Mages in Winterhold. It took me a whole fucking day. And I was like, this game's crazy, bro. It's huge, right? Yo, we're never ending. Yo, never ending. Like, I, like, I remember the whole, <laughs> I remember that journey so well because I got lost. I climbed up mountains when I shouldn't. I got ganked stabbed shanked several times on the way there yeah. but that journey was something like no one could take from me that was something i did i made it right yeah i feel like elder scrolls for me i feel like elder scrolls 
5 Skyrim is very similar to how... It, it, it feels like that game that really, really hit the mainstream, right? It really did. Because it, it's kind of like... It's kind of that game where it it's kind of like um that game that had such a like so much praise coming off of four and all these other games that we talked about like and, and you have this big fan base and people are like oh well everyone keeps talking about this one if the new one's coming out let me play it right so I was really shocked when Elder Scrolls got announced you know Skyrim got announced and. Like that's the thing with Skyrim. People people don't even know. People don't even see Elder Scrolls. They don't even know there's more than the series. There are people who straight up just think it's just Skyrim, right? So when they say Elder Scrolls Six, they're like, "Wait, hold up. There's there's, there's five of these games." <laughs> yeah, the fact yeah, that there are mans out there like deeply wound me. There's a lot of people. Trust me. And and the thing with Skyrim, I was surprised how many YouTubers, how many people were just super hyped about this game that. I don't know that many people who played Oblivion, so it was really weird to see how many people were super hyped. And I think it's just, it, it's kind of similar to, um, it's it's similar to Persona Five, right? Persona Five was super super popular, and I think it's because it's coming off the the coattails of Persona Four, which realistically, being honest, there shouldn't have been that many people who played Persona Four, right? You're talking about a PS2 game that came out in 2009. And then you're talking about a Vita game on a console that didn't sell that well, right? So the hype for Persona 5, which was a game that was supposed to come out in 2013, coming all the way up, I think came out 2015, 2016. Um, yeah. It was really... No, yeah, 2015. It was really shocking to see like how popular it was because I'm like... Like most people I know who play Persona 5, it was their first Persona game, right? And I saw people who were like super hyped about Joker getting into Smash, even though they never even played a Persona game, right? It, it and it, it kind of eats on to that memes where like, you know, pro you know Persona profile picture never played a Persona game, right? So 100%. I feel like Skyrim was similar to that, where it was like people were so hyped of the success that came from Oblivion, and you have this big big player base, probably like 10 times the size of the first one coming in, right? And that's kind of, it's it's that it's the same thing happened with Skyrim, same thing that happened with Call of Duty, you know, Modern Warfare 4, such a big success, Black Modern World War was such a big success, Call of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, massive, but then you see when Black Ops came out, I don't think Call of Duty has ever peaked as much as Black Ops because when Black Ops came out, that had like three billion dollars in pre-orders alone, right? It it was stupid, right? That that kind of money just didn't come out unless your game was perfect, and this was just off pre-orders, right? Call of Duty, I don't like, I don't know if people realize how much money Call of Duty makes, but they Black Ops, you. <laughs> I don't think people realize how hard it is for a company to make a billion dollars, let alone three on a product they didn't even release yet. Right? No. Just, and it can get that right. wild. Right. And and I see this again. I've seen it with Black Ops. I've seen it with Skyrim. I've seen it with Persona Persona Five, and I've seen it with a multiple other games. Right. So yeah, Skyrim. I was surprised of how hype people were for it before it even released. See, like you know. 
you know what sold me on Sky? I was watching the first preview fucking E3. That's what really got me interested. Like, I was blown away. You picking up flowers from the fucking road? That was so weird. <laughs> and now here we are, fucking modern day, Skyrim coming out again, because fuck me. But you know what? It meant something for me at the time, and it, it I can't take that away from myself, right? Yeah. So that will be my number three. What about you, bro? What's your number three? Well, I was going to say, maybe we should cut it here, because don't you have to go? Yeah, I do have to go. I guess we'll just... Uh, I guess we could split this up, up and tie it together. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we could just do this as part one, and then we'll do a part two after. All right. And then Later, I'll with my part three. But yeah. um, This was the new cult podcast. Obviously, let, obviously you can't let us know about your uh, your video game stuff, but as you can see, we already have like a very diverse taste, and surprisingly, despite us being a very anime and you know anime video game stuff we haven't really brought up any like jrpgs yet yeah like right? i'll be honest like i like japanese stuff but like i won't pretend like it's the only thing i do you know i'll say the spoiler alert you're not gonna guess my my number three is the farthest thing away from anything even remotely related to japanese oh that's obvious should, should, I, should i give a sneak peek Nah, surprise. Nah, we're gonna surprise. Okay, so should we continue this tomorrow just to finish the part? Yeah, we'll finish it. We'll finish the fight. All right. Well, that was the episode. We'll see you when we see you later. Later.